0: This episode of the Columbia Basin Herald Studio Basin podcast is brought to you by the Moses Lake Chamber of Commerce. The chamber works to help businesses in and around Moses Lake flourish through networking opportunities, member-to-member savings for products and services, and connecting businesses with the resources they need to make Moses Lake a wonderful place to live, work, and play. For more information, visit www.MosesLake.com or call the Chamber at 509-765-7888. Again, that's 509-765-7888. Hello everyone, this is Rob Miller, I'm the managing editor over here at the Columbia Basin Herald, Uh, and today I'm joined by senior reporter uh, Cheryl Schweitzer, Um, it's the Schweitzer that throws me off, I don't (laughs) don't know, and then uh, we've also got sports reporter Ian Bavona in here with us um, to talk about sports toward the end of the podcast, but um, of course it's the holidays and we've got just a bunch of really thing really really cool community events going on Um, I know we've got uh, afraid is having their parade uh, this weekend Um, we've had parades in Othello we've had all sorts of stuff going on Um, and in all of that of course uh, one of the cool things that we get to see is first responders everywhere, whether it's firefighters, police officers, um, canine dogs. That might be, you know, my own personal favorite. If there's a dog, I will go there. So, um, so one of the things that has been kind of exciting is uh, the of Cop and Operation Warm. And Cheryl, you've been out and you've reported on both mm-hmm. of these, you know, events over the last few years, and can you tell us a little bit what is Tippecop and what, what do the proceeds from that go for? Um,
1: Tippecop typically <laughs> involves the Grand County Sheriff's Office, the Moses Lake Police Department, and this year they were joined by the Warden Police Department. And what they, that was Wednesday night at Rock Top, I'm gonna get this wrong, Rock Top Burgers and Brew, I believe. Yes. Here in Moses Lake, and the employees of the restaurant also participate, and for two or three hours on that night, you will find someone like Chief Feuer or um, one of the uh, uh, sheriff's deputies, uh, police officers serving food. Mixing drinks, well, not mixing drinks. Uh, yeah, that'd making, yeah, that would be a whole different, or, different, yeah, a whole different <laughs> thing. Um, you know, taking food to the tables, taking orders, and at least one time last year, singing a Christmas carol for a donation. And everything that they get is goes into the shop with the cop program, and that involves kids from different communities, different police, or you know, different. Law enforcement agencies are doing different communities, Um, but the kids are chosen, you know, by the police department or the sheriff's office, and they go to Walmart with a police officer who is their shopping buddy, who helps them pick presents for their families, um, for themselves sometimes, but mostly... The police officers that I've talked to over the years say the kids overwhelmingly spend their money on, their mom, their dad, their brothers, sisters, grandma, grandpa.
0: Well, and I think it's important to note that it, that's the one at Rock Top was just one of mm-hmm. multiple Man, events one of like many. that. Yeah. Um, we had a story in the paper earlier this week. Uh, Soap Lake had their, you know, Soap Lake PD they had their, their own caught? at the yes. Busy Bean uh, out right as you get into Soap Lake. Um, Uh If you could get out there without spinning out in the snow, (laughs) um, you know, you could get in there and really, you know, get a Uh a cup of coffee um, and, you know, support a good cause at the same time, so.
1: The Othello Police Department is still accepting donations, and I think the Quincy Police Department is accepting, um, like, stuff, toys, and other things through Saturday the ninth, which would be tomorrow from when we're from when we're um, brought or when recording. we're recording. Yeah. Or oh, that's today, isn't it? Yep. Friday the Friday the ninth. Yep. Um, yep. but I think they'll take monetary donations anytime. Yeah. Um and those can be made in both cases you can uh, contact the Othello Police Department or the Quincy Police Department to make those donations or make arrangements to get those donations to where they go. And then I think most everybody is taking the kids shopping next week. But I know donations are accepted year-long. Year um, right. The They've got their benevolent funds right. that you right.
0: they can put money into. Right. Um, and, you know, right now, it's, of course, it's oriented toward the holidays, mm-hmm. but those benevolent funds, like if yes. they find that a traveler coming through town, you know, mm-hmm. needs a tire replaced, uh, they can help out with that. Right. Or if they know of a family that's, you know, just struggling and having a hard time, uh, the... Mm-hmm. You know, officers can go ahead, uh, give them a gas card, maybe if that, if that w- is what will help them get through, or they can take them shopping for groceries, mm-hmm. different things like that to, to really help them out. But right. right now, it's all about making sure that these right. families have a good Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever holiday it is they're celebrating when they wanna make yes. sure that, you know, all of that is taken care of. Um, but moving on from, from that issue, I just want to give a quick plug out to Efreda residents. Um, Right now the city is looking at updating their comprehensive plan Um, And so if you go online, we've got a a story up uh, about this uh, But you can also uh, Stop by City Hall over in Afreda and they're doing a community survey on their comprehensive plan Trying to find out what are the priorities that residents want to do out there Um, So if you want to participate in that you live out in Afreda, uh, feel free to stop by on that Um, But then gas prices Um, I know uh, Cheryl you went out earlier this week and took photos uh for mm-hmm. us of you know the the mark, marker board uh that shows the prices out by the Safeway here in Moses Lake and I mean if you just traveling around the basin you'll see a, a rather wide range of of prices um and i consistently
1: I they have come down from their present Gide- from the pre- the giddy heights they were this summer they've dropped pretty substantially yeah they're down um, below four dollars in most places.
0: Yeah, and you know we have got a story if you want to check it out on uh, ColumbiaBasinHerald.com, Shameless plug. We we're we're fine if you want to come visit and spend a little time on the website. But um, with the fuel prices, they've come down right around a dollar fifty, you know, per gallon mm-hmm. nationwide over time. Um, you know, and that includes, of course, eighteen point four cents in uh, federal. Uh, fuel taxes and right now uh, Washington has 49.4 cents in an actual fuel tax. Uh, We are doing some follow-up reporting on that I'm working on that myself. Um, The Climate Commitment Act is is coming out and it's effective on January 1st Um, and with that uh, there's a bunch of rumors out uh, across the state about you know Gas prices on January one are going to go up like a total of fifty cents, you know, and that it's an actual gas tax. That isn't quite what's happening. Uh, there's a carb- new carbon tax that's going to be uh, set up for um, for large corporate, you know, polluters that kind of thing. That for each, you know, amount that they of pollution that they put out, they'll have to pay a certain amount on an auction market. It's it's kind of. Uh, complicated so we're we're looking at that to do more inform to get more information out to our readers Uh, but most likely everybody agrees that there will be some trickle-down effect from that to the consumer now um, California's had this law for quite some time and from everything that we've seen they've only seen a small increase you know uh, in their actual fuel costs as a direct result of that law but, um, you know, that happened over time. It wasn't just overnight, you know, as soon as the law went into effect, you know, the, the prices at the pump went up. Um, and that's, that's what all of the analysts seem to agree on. What they don't agree on is whether it's gonna be one or two cents that that it impacts us. Um, Or whether it's going to be up to the 46 50 cent range Um, and it just depends on who you talk to So we're we're going to dig into that a little bit further find some more solid information And we should have something out well before Christmas um, On what that looks like and what folks should expect um, when they go to the pump in January Um, But with that I'm gonna stop blathering on we'll get that story to you as soon as we can Uh, Let's move on to uh, sports. Uh, the next segment of the Studio Basin podcast is brought to you by the readers of the Columbia Basin Herald. The paper serves the entirety of Grant and Adams counties in central and eastern Washington, which has strong traditions in agriculture, industry, and taking care of one another. The Columbia Basin Herald is grateful to our readers for their support and to our advertisers who support our efforts to keep the communities we serve informed. Uh, you know, also, side note, Early January, we'll have a special edition coming out reviewing 2022 and kind of the big stories that have come up during that time. I know that uh, everyone is is gonna be working hard trying to make sure that we look at the accomplishments in the basin, the challenges that we're facing, that kind of thing. Um, But, you know, outside of that, and perhaps more exciting than that, at least for now, uh, we've got wrestling, we've got basketball. We've got all sorts of student athletes out there doing great things, and we've got Ian here <laughs> who has been patiently waiting for all of us news nerds to get it done so that he can uh, talk about all of his sports nerdy goodness. Yeah. Um, you know, after all, they do say that uh, you know, fantasy football is just d and d for sports you know fanatics. So, yeah. um, okay. I well, agree. It
1: should be said since our last podcast, we have a state champion in football too.
2: Definitely, oh yeah. yes, yeah, but. Uh, I guess all that of would that be the is Ian's territory. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's start. Let's start with our state champion, uh, the Royal Knights. <laughs> they brought home their eleventh state title on the gridiron on Saturday over on the west side. They defeated Mount Baker 20, 35 to twenty in the one A state title game. Um, you may look at that score and say, "Oh, that game wasn't really that close." It actually really was. Uh, Royal and Mount Baker were tied at fourteen going into the fourth quarter. Before a late or a fourth quarter surge really pushed the Knights onto their win. So to get started at the top of the game, uh, there was an early turnover for the Knights. Uh, quarterback Dylan Allred through an interception, kind of deep in their own territory, which Mount Baker took advantage of to score a touchdown to jump out to a seven nothing lead. But before the half, uh, Allred was able to complete passing touchdowns to wide receivers Edgar Delarosa and his brother Lance Allred to go up fourteen seven at the half. Uh, another Mount Baker touchdown tied the game at 14. Before Allred once again threw a touchdown to his brother Lance Allred, uh, one of six yards in the fourth quarter to take the 21 to 14 lead, and then two more touchdowns. One a really crazy catch to tight end Bennett Brown for four yards out. Uh, it was a really it was a great thrown ball, but the defender just got to make a good made a great play on it. Um, the ball bounced around three or four times before it ended up in the hands of Brown for a four yard score to put the Knights up 28 to 14 uh, and then another touch, a touchdown run by Dylan Allred put, gave the Knights their 35 to 14 lead which they wrote out to their 11th state title their third in a row and their sixth I believe in the last seven years yeah. So quite an accomplishment for them to say the least. Well,
0: it's almost like they're just setting up a tradition, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, they're passing to brothers and whatnot. It's really a family tradition over there in that area. There's like lots mm-hmm. of family members either on the coaching staff and they're coaching family members or they're, you know, like siblings, actually, on
2: the team. Definitely. Um, yeah. So that
0: that's just kind of a cool thing to for them to be able to work together and um, have a real sense of community. I Absolutely. Think. So. I believe
2: uh, from when I talked to Dylan on Saturday, um, he said that Wiley Allred, Royals head coach, is there's a lot of Allreds on the team. He said that for him and Lance, at least Wiley is their is their great uncle. So that's kind of <laughs> one of the one of the relations there. I know they got a lot of Allreds on that team, but um, actually Mount Baker. If you looked at just the box score, you would probably think they just—they that Mount Baker won the game. They outgained the Knights 357 yards to 296, had less turnovers and less penalty yards. I believe Royal had nine penalties, uh, Mount Baker only had four. But where they kind of fell flat was on fourth down. The Mountaineers went 0-3 on fourth down, while the Knights went 1-for-1 one one on fourth. Um, that's kind of where a lot of their drives stalled out um all red uh for his stats he completed 16 of 26 passes for 194 yards and four touchdowns he also led the knights in rushing uh with 84 yards and a score on 10 attempts and uh delarosa had eight catches for 73 yards and a touchdown so yeah. really great uh, way to cap off a nice season for the knights
0: you know well and you know uh I- to their opponent's credit, they made them work for it, but yeah. it sounded like the Knights were up for the work getting done. So, Definitely. Um, congr- I was yeah, Congratulations to the Knights. Um, if, uh, if you're a reader, you can look forward to this Wednesday's edition. We're going to have a tribute to their season. Uh, just, you know, the community wanted a chance to say thank you, so we've got uh, some special content we're putting together for that. Um, And just, you know, we want to make sure that the the kids have something to commemorate their championship, Um, whether they've done it once or, uh, you know, 10 times or 50 (laughs) times. (laughs) 11 times. Yeah, there's a lot of hard work that goes into that, and we we want to acknowledge that. And uh, congratulations, Knights. You did a wonderful thing, and the whole Basin is proud of you. Um, When we put that out on social media, it's just, you know, it's blown up, like hundreds and hundreds of responses. Um, and just everybody seems to be just super happy for, for the
2: team. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. Well, moving on from fall sports, I'm going to miss fall <laughs> sports. I'm a big football fan, so I'm going to miss being out on the gridiron on Friday nights. But we've got wrestling and basketball and really just everything else starting going on in the winter. Um, it might be cold outside, but there's some heat in the gyms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fortunately. Yeah. So um, uh, Othello Wrestling, last weekend – Both the boys and girls play second at their tournaments down in Kennewick. The Othello boys play second in the Bob Mars tournament. And the girls play second in the Kennewick Lioness tournament. Uh, So shout out to them. That's a great accomplishment, especially this early in the year. They're really clicking right now. And then the boys on Thursday, so yesterday, I was at their duel versus Sela. They got a 48-12 win. And it's dual, D-U-A-L, as I got... Maybe got confused the first time I looked at it. Uh, not a duel as in something you would do with a sword, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Defending your armor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, Sila had a bunch of forfeits, and uh, Thello had some wrestlers out on their own, um, but I was talking with their head coach, Rudy Ochoa, second, and he was just kind of saying how a lot of the guys stepped up and really did well on Thursday night. They even had to pull up a couple of JV guys that did well on the mat. So shout out to the Huskies for their performances in wrestling this week, and that then we
1: was all, was a, a league match?
2: Yes, yeah, Seal okay. is a league match. So that was their first league duel of the season. I believe they have another home one. I think it gets East Valley in early January. I don't remember, but it's in the article, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the basketball court, I went to a couple of bas- Or I went to a basketball game this week at MLCA. Uh, the Lions, the girl, the Lion girls team, dominated defensively. There's no other way to put it. They defeated Manson 60-7 to in basketball. Ouch. Yeah. Um, Manson only had six points at the half. I believe MOCA had around 26. But they only scored one point in the second half, and that was on a late, a free throw late in the fourth quarter. Wow. So their defense was really everywhere, flying around. And in the boys' game, they won 70-41 to over Manson. Uh, the Lions' three-point game was really excelling. I was talking with their head coach Emerson Ferguson after the game. He said that they've demonstrated a bit of ability to shoot threes, but not to that level. Um, I know Michael Podolian hit uh, three or four threes for the Lions on th- on Tuesday night, so they're off to good starts. The girls are two and one on the year, and the boys are four and zero oh after they beat Soap Lake last night. So nice, yeah, good start to the season for them. And then some more basketball stories. Quincy girls basketball defeated Chelan. Chelan. Right? Yeah, still learning everything. Things <laughs> are pronounced out yeah. here. Well, I
0: was born in this region, and I say Chilean but out of habit.
2: No. But it's no, not. No, no, it's to not, it, It's so. Okay, gotcha. Good to know. Good to know. Um, <laughs> they defeated Chelan for the first time since 1996 in a 48 wow. to 44 overtime win. Quincy was really leading throughout most of the game, uh, but Chelan came back to force overtime and take the lead on a late basket. It was tied up by senior Ruth Flores. Um, they're the kind of the fast-paced game that the Jacks like to play, it helped them force 19 Chelan turnovers, which really kind of pushed them over the edge in that game. Quincy Girls Basketball is now 3-0 on the year. Uh, congrats to them. It's a great start, especially kind of knocking off a team you haven't beaten in 26 years. I'm sure those girls are excited. And then for Lynn Ritzville, their boys team, they're off to a really strong start. Uh, they uh, defeated ACH 79-39 to 39 mm-hmm. last week, or last Saturday, and Soden is it A
1: Asoten, yes. Gotcha. 73-31 uh, to
2: 31 on Tuesday. Uh, they have a really strong veteran team. They, I believe every player from last year is returning to this year's wow. Lundersville team. So they're going to be a team to watch they've got a lot of veteran mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it it seems like, you know,
0: across the basin, all the teams are starting off their winter sports really strong. Uh, You know, we know that uh, there's also some swimming going on out there. We'll be keeping an eye on that and get coverage once uh, we can kind of see who the big players are on that kind (laughs) of thing. Um, You know, and then, uh, you know, we also want to recently, whether it's news or sports, The community has been helping us um, with some really good photos, and we just wanted to say, hey, thank you. Um, We love that you are contributing to the paper, and we we absolutely appreciate that. That helps us make sure that we've got good content Mm -hmm. in there. Um, and honestly, uh, it's just great to be able to interact with a reader who, who cares, who pays attention to the news and helps us support those student athletes or uh, great community events like the Othello uh, Christmas Parade. We weren't able to make it down there due to scheduling, but um, we got some great photos from the community and we were really able to uh, do a decent tribute to that event. Um, you know they had Seahawks Santa down there to turn it back to sports <laughs> um, you know whether he's wearing blue or red everybody's excited to see him you yeah. know so that that's a cool deal but uh, we really appreciate that um, is there anything on pro sports we should be talking about
2: um, I got a couple things off the top of my head uh, the Kraken they had a they've set their franchise record seven game win streak last week uh, that record was snapped <laughs> with uh, two back to back losses um ahead of tonight they're traveling over to DC to face off against the Capitals but they're 15-7 and 3 and 2 at the moment sorry uh 15-7 and 2 on the year um, that, we'll see if they can keep that up but um, and then the, for the Seahawks they got another win on Sunday they beat the Rams 27 to 23 on a late touchdown pass to wide receiver DK Metcalf um, they bounced back from two straight losses so hey maybe the Kraken can do it too Well um, I think that's it for this week's
0: episode Um, The Studio Basin Podcast is produced by the Columbia Basin Herald, a local newspaper serving Grant and Adams Counties in Washington State Our publisher is Clint Schroeder and our regional general manager is Bob Richardson Our managing editor is me, Rob Miller, and <laughs> our reporting staff consists of senior reporter Charles Featherstone, senior reporter Cheryl Schweitzer, staff writer and paginator Joel Martin, staff writer Rebecca Pettingill, and sports reporter Ian Bavona. Uh, thank you, Cheryl and Ian, for joining me on the podcast today. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, The Columbia Basin Herald is published five days a week in print and online. The paper's website is www.columbiabasinherald.com. To provide feedback on the paper or the podcast, please email us uh, at editor at Herald.com. Also, if you enjoy an app, rather than going to a website all the time, we do have a Columbia Basin Herald app that's available for iOS and Android, Android devices. Uh, if you're wondering what iOS is, it means you've got an iPhone instead of an Android, um, and it's available on there. Just look in your respective app store and uh, give us a download. Uh, let us know what you think of the app. You can, again, editor at and uh, take care of yourself, stay safe on those slimy, slimy roads out there, and uh, just know that we appreciate you here over at The Herald. Take care, and we're out.